0: of the molecules showing molecular ion peaks, or M-positive peaks. The peak tells you the weight of the molecule. You should understand that losing an electron and positively charging the molecule does not change the weight. The peak is important because it helps you figure out the weight, which can then be compared to known elements and help you form the structure of the original molecule. The scale is not like the one you weigh yourself on. Instead, it is going to use the poles of a magnet to capture information. Particles go through the magnetic field. The uncharged fragments will not be detected, but the charged particles will hit the detector. How much the particle is deflected by the magnet tells you the weight of the fragment. Lighter fragments are deflected more by the magnet, while the heavier fragments are less. Low magnetic field strength bends the particles to ensure they do not hit the wall of the spectrometer. The results will be shown on the x-y axis of a graph, where the molecular weight is shown on the x-axis and the y-axis is the number of fragments at the different weights. The most intense peak is going to have an arbitrary number assigned, which is 100. TIP the weight is the mass-to-charge ratio, or m-slash-z value in the equation. A fragment of positive 2 charge will have a smaller magnetic field deflected than a positive 1 charge, so it will show up as half the mz value. Due to the fragments used in class, which are usually only fragments with one charge, the MZ axis may not be worth discussing further as a representation of weight. You can see the different peaks on the graph. The example is showing you the breakdown of hexane. At this point, you will not understand what the different weights and peaks mean. However, you will learn as you go along. The one thing to note is that there are quite a few peaks shown on the graph. 2-methylbutane is a similar graph although there are still a few peaks it shows you the differences that can result based on the different molecules you put into the mass spectrometer one question you may ask one question you may have is why mass spectrometry is used more often in tv series and even in real life applications the answer is what you require for the test Spectroscopy needs milligrams of materials, whereas mass spectrometers can use nanograms of material to get results. The mass spectrometer has a sensitivity that helps in various scientific situations, including when you want to look at isolated biological systems that are minuscule in size. Ketone-shelogloton was discovered because of the mass spectrometer, the Molecule was isolated in small amounts that were not capable of surviving the spectroscopy, but could be found in the mass spectrometer. There is a downside to mass spectrometry. When the molecule is broken down and sent through the machine, it is unrecoverable. You destroy the sample by testing it. So, if you have a very small amount and need to know what it is, you may not be able to test it again if you have to use the entire sample for one test. If mistakes occur, the machine breaks, or someone questions your results, you cannot run the test a second time. Thankfully, mass spectrometry is known for its accuracy. The high-resolution mass spectrometers can get the exact weight of a compound to definitively identify its molecular formula. Let's consider an example for a minute. C3H6 and C2H2O are two compounds with molecular weights of 42 AMU. You might wonder how the mass spectrometer could possibly give you the correct information for the molecules when the weight is the same. The answer is in the ion fragment. The ion fragment is weighted to within several digits after the decimal point. So, while 42 AMU does nothing to show a difference, the very specific and detailed weight of the molecules